0: They say everyone has a book inside them, but not everyone gets that book out of their head and onto the page. There's so much to consider, plot, characters, prose, and that's before we even get to publishing. If you're a new storyteller who's feeling a little out of their depth, you're in the right place. This is the podcast that wipes away the overwhelm for newbie writers by taking it one piece at a time. So pick up your pen and get ready to have fun. Let's start writing. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Start Writing. I'm your host, author, editor, and book coach, Connie B. Dowell. And I also have um, my kitty cat here, Bilbo Dowell. You might hear some, some Bilbo purrs in this episode. And so the cat and I are coming to you today on the last... Um, weekday of my kid's spring break. And it has been, you know, it it has been a cute one. They have enjoyed, you know, baking muffins. We didn't do anything exciting or special. Um, My husband's a teacher and his spring break is in a completely different month. So we never really get to travel on spring breaks because they don't line up. So we're just hanging out at home and you know, the kids are, are spending time playing together, and while I am incredibly looking forward to our regular routine, um, and the usual amount of kid childcare slash school coverage uh, happening, they were adorable this week, playing together, they even helped with chores a little bit, I was very impressed, and a little bit astonished, and snuggling together, reading the picture book, Dragons Love Tacos, over and over and over again. And if you have little ones and they haven't read Dragons Love Tacos, they are missing out because it is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And my kids love it. And that is what a good picture book does. It makes kids want to read it over and over again. And ideally, it's entertaining enough that it doesn't drive the parents crazy to read it over and over again. And speaking of good picture books, I have an announcement. So I have a new self-paced course, Stellar Self-Publishing for Picture Books, now available. So it's nine video lessons that take you from idea generation through writing through editing and illustration through planning that launch and the business setup all the way to publication day and then looking a little bit beyond and deciding what comes next and so you can get all of that nine video lessons um there's there's checklists and worksheets and resource links and All of that is in a nice little package for only $60, but wait, you can get something even more, even better. I've partnered with InfoStack and what InfoStack does is they're a company that bundles together a bunch of different resources on a topic, lots of different e-courses and books and um, even like discounts on services, and they bundle them all together in what they call a stack. And so you can get a ton of stuff for one low price. And so Stellar Self-Publishing for Picture Books is going to be part of this, is currently part of this stack. The The latest stack is called Kidlet Creators 2.0. Um, and the link for this is going to be in the show notes of this episode. And it is, there is a lot in there, y'all. It is over... $2,000 worth of kid resources. So over $2,000 worth, and it's only 49 bucks. That is less than the cost of my stellar self-publishing per picture books course all on its own. You can, you can get a discount on the course plus like two grand worth of other stuff, Two grand worth of other courses, ebooks, resources, um, everything that take you through your Kidlet creation journey. And the trick, though, is that like all like like everything in this world, um, the prices are starting to go up, and InfoStack is going to have to raise their prices slightly as well. But um, they've kept this forty nine. is an introductory price. And if you act today, that is April the 8th, you can get it for 49 bucks. But after that, it's going to go up just about to $67. So if you're listening to this later and you're thinking, oh, I missed the $49 deal, it's still a pretty darn good price. 67 bucks for all of this stuff. That is only $7 over the cost of my course by itself. So you're still getting an enormous deal. So link for that is in the show notes. If you'd like to get in on this deck, it won't last forever. It is going to close um, down after Tuesday. So make sure that you hop in while it's still available. And to piggyback on the picture book theme, for today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about um some of what i talk in the course um maybe riff a little bit on that about what exactly a picture book is and the difference between a picture book and some other kinds of books because this is something that i see a lot when somebody um comes for a picture book edit or a critique and they say they've got a picture book but what they've really got is a different kind of book so what is a picture book? Well, a picture book is usually 32 pages. That's, that's the, the typical standard is 32 pages. And there's a few variations that are considered more acceptable within traditional publishing, but most of the time it's 32 pages long. Um, and even if you're self-publishing, I still advise kind of trying to keep it to 32 pages, with some certain exceptions, um, things like alphabet books, um, where you might have an entire spread for each letter, etc. But usually, I advise you to stick to the standard, make it look like a book that could come from any traditional publisher. So the picture books, obviously, they have lots of pictures, um, and for young, re- they're really for young, young, young kids. Um, There are some exceptions. Non fiction picture books, um, and especially things like picture book biographies, might be for older elementary schools aged, but usually we're thinking like preschool through um, those first couple years of elementary. And it's for young readers with adults. They're designed not to be the first thing that a kid reads independently, although sometimes they might be, but they're designed to be read with a grown up. Um, you know, a teacher, a a librarian, a parent, a grandparent, a babysitter, um, an aunt, an uncle. So somebody there is a grown-up and a kid, and that means that they have a dual audience. You are appealing both to the kid, primarily to the kid, because the kid is who it's really for but you're also writing something that is going to consider the grown-up as well, especially when we talk about books that kids want to read over and over again, like Dragons Love Tacos. Um, a great picture book appeals to both. The pictures are truly as important as the words in a picture book. Um, so another mistake I see is that people who over-describe in their picture books. They want to tell every little detail and they've not let much room for the artist to do their work. And if you're writing a picture book and you are not yourself illustrating it, you want, you really do, you might feel like you want that control, but you're missing out on so much when you don't get to experience the magic of the artist's creativity coming together. Plus, it's not very much fun from the artist's perspective um, to be told exactly how to draw something. So leave some room for their creativity, and there's no need to replicate in words what's going to be illustrated on the page. Now, I mentioned that some nonfiction picture books are meant for older ages, and they may have a a somewhat older, uh, larger um, word count. But when we're talking about story-focused picture books, we're typically talking like a sweet spot would be around 500 words. And for self-published picture books, um, you can kind of bump that up a little bit. Um, You might be getting up to 750, but that's really kind of pushing it. So if your picture book is, you know, coming, you know, coming, and I have seen folks come with a manuscript that's like 2,000 words long, then you either need to, you know, reframe and rewrite and get those words down to a manageable level. And when you look at it, it seems like it's not very much, but when you look at a modern picture book and how many words are actually on the page and how much room you need for illustrations to work their magic you will begin to understand why you want to keep it to about 500 words and but so you either need to do that or you might need to rethink is your book actually a different kind of book maybe your book is an early reader or even chapter book Um, because sometimes I'll see even longer books that people are trying to turn into a picture book is this too long it's 5,000 words well for a picture book yes that's way too long Um, you're kind of edging toward that early chapter book territory Um, that's maybe a little bit young but you're yeah yeah you're hedging into early reader and, and early chapter book territory so you might want to do some reading um, on early readers, early chapter books. And I will li- include some links in the show notes to get a sense of those early readers. So, you know, books that are and early readers are a little bit different. They're designed to be the first books that a kid reads independently. And they're often um, a lot of the ones that my son reads are six by nine that's the dimensions, the trim size of the book, and they're they're very simple words. Some of the, the early ones. Um, there's a lot of simpler words. There's a lot of um because of kids the kids starting to read. Um and leveled readers are even simpler than that where they might even be less in word count than Traditional picture book—they might be be really close to picture books in a word count—and um, a leveled reader, you might see those on the shelf um, as like read, you know, learn labeled on even with um, with labels like learn to read level one, um, learn to read level two, etc. As the kid begins to learn harder and harder words. So, if your book is much much longer than 500 words you don't think you can get it down to close to 500 then maybe it's time to consider whether you want to write something for a little bit older of an audience and to investigate those two genres um, or categories rather because any genre can fit into any category but those two categories of early readers, and early chapter books. So that is it for this time. That is an intro into what picture books are and some of the expectations for a picture book. Now, it's not easy to tell a story in 500 words. That's why picture books, you know, they're a little bit deceptive. They they seem like they're going to be simple because they're short um, and because they're for younger kids but they're actually much harder sometimes than writing much longer works. And that is the challenge that we face as picture book writers. So if you are interested in the course and the bundle, I will have a link in the show notes of this episode. And um, if picture books are not your jam, if children's books are not your jam, then do let me know what kind of courses you would be interested in seeing, um, because I do plan to make more. And you can do so in the in the comments of the show notes um, on let's start Or you can email me connie at bookechoes.com. That's all for this week. Until next time. Happy writing.